I love the way they're talking to you. Because they're winners. Winners get to do what they want. Welcome to Season 6 of the Raise Your Game Show, a podcast that zeroes in on the proven principles and time-tested strategies of high performance in sports and business. I'm your host, Alan Stein Jr. And this season, I chop it up with an array of high performers from a variety of different fields and with a variety of different areas of expertise to find out the habits, mindset, and disciplines they've developed to not only raise their game, but to sustain it as well. More specifically, I will find out what they have done and what they continue to do to manage stress, avoid stagnation, and beat burnout. After all, it's one thing to reach the top, it's another to stay there. I hope you enjoy, and more importantly, I hope you benefit from the wisdom they bestow and that it helps you raise and sustain your game. Don't act like you're not impressed. On the topic of sustaining excellence, the world's most effective and impactful leaders know how important it is to constantly invest in their people. If your team, business, or school could use a shot of optimism, positivity, and inspiration to end this year on a high note, or if your team would benefit from a series of proven, actionable strategies that can be implemented immediately for tangible results, please visit allensteinjr.com. I offer a wide range of highly customized virtual speaking services. From 15-minute pre-recorded messages to interactive live Zoom presentations to highly produced in-studio keynotes. If you're committed to showing your team how much you value them, appreciate them, and care about them, visit allensteinjr.com now. In this episode, I hit the trails with my friend Mark Nealon. Mark is the owner of Excel Fitness in New Jersey and has an exceptional background in physical therapy and personal training, and he is a remarkable ultra-endurance athlete. Having made a name for himself by dominating several Spartan races, running 18 marathons with a personal best of under three hours, finishing in the top three of Jesse Itzler's famed Hell on the Hill, being the first to finish in the 29-029 Everest Challenge, and most recently running over 100 miles at the Last Man Standing event in Maine. To summarize, Mark is a beast. To keep up with his unparalleled feats, I highly recommend you follow him on Instagram at Mark underscore Nealon. Here are the most powerful nuggets from our conversation. Let's do it. It's go time. Number one. In this clip, Mark talks about arguably the most brutal ultramarathon in the world, the Leadville 100, and what makes someone want to participate in an event like that. It's probably one of the hardest races in our country because of the amount of, because uh, you're at altitude, and then also just with the amount of elevation you gain throughout that race. Um, and, it, and to me, I think it's one of those historic races that if you're into trail running and ultras, you need to try to do. It's kind of like doing the Boston Marathon of a, uh, road racing and everything i think you just have to try to get into that race and do it for me it's just to to see can i do it um this past year as you know like i did the 100 miles out in page arizona followed that up with the 100 miles at last man that you did as well your first ultra and um so to me that was i did those two races in, in less than six months apart and both completely different formats so to me for my next step should be to do 
it'll, this will sound weird, but to do a hard hundred mile race, like Page, Arizona and Antelope Canyon. I mean, hundred miles is a hundred miles. Don't get me wrong, but it did not have the elevation gain that some of these other races have. Um, so that's what is getting me to want to try to find just a, a harder hundred mile race to see if I can, um, to see if I could do it, to kind of yeah. check it off the, the box. Um, uh, and that, you know, that's sort of where I'm, that's why I'm kind of drawn to that or some other race. I like it a lot. Number two. In this clip, Mark shares his process and preparation for getting ready for his first 100 mile ultra marathon. So that started, um, so that whole ultra thing started, uh, we're 2020. So last, last year or 2019 is really when it sort of started. You know, I started to get the bug a little bit for it. And then um, Rick Steele, who I think, you know, yep. threw something out. He said randomly, like it was all for charity. If you wake up New Year's Eve of 2018, you wake up New Year's uh, day or New Year's Eve morning and walk out your door and run a 50K, he would donate money to whatever your charity was. So I'm always one looking to raise money for the Semper Five Fund. So I was like, great, I'm in. And that was the first um, ultra I ever did. It was a unsupported. Christy, obviously, she did it as well. The two of us literally just woke up at 5 a.m., walked out the door, and started running until we hit 31 miles. Um, and I, I got through it, and it was cool because, you know, crossed that 26.2-mile barrier. And, you know, at that point, it's, it's, it's all new. Like, I had never gone past that. So that started it, and I followed that up with um, building up. Then it just, I just started gradually adding on to that did the Spartan Ultra in, um, in New Jersey, which was in April of, that, of 2019. Then did uh, the following weekend, did the Bear Mountain 50K, which is, an is just an extremely difficult race because of the terrain. Um, and then I followed that up by doing my first last man standing and where I hit that 84 mile barrier. And then after that, I, like, I, knew, I knew I had 100 in me. So it was just a matter of, all right, you just got to get it, get it done and, and see what, see what it feels like and then, and go from there. So that, that was sort of the buildup. But before Rick put that out there, I had done a ton of marathon, like not a ton, a lot of people have done many more than me, but um, I, had done, I had done 18 marathons mm -hmm. and um, I was sort of just, I wanted to see what else I could do. And Spartan in 2018, I started just to fall in love with the trail running aspect yeah. of everything more than the road. Oh yeah, you're in the big leagues now. Number three. In this clip, Mark discusses his best practices and his strategies to make sure he is fully prepared for his races. It's being consistent up to the race. So what, how, whatever your, your training plan is, whatever the program is you wanna do, um, to me, it's just being consistent with it. Um. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? It's being consistent up to the race. So what, how, whatever your, your training plan is, whatever the program is you want to do, um, to me, it's just being consistent with it. And that doesn't mean necessarily like you wait, you know, on every Sunday you look and you see that you have to run whatever, you know, Monday this, Tuesday that. Be flexible with yourself, give yourself a break, but you have to maintain consistency up to that race as far as your physical training. Um, and then I, I, I'm a big, I believe in at some point you need to sort of start doing race specific training to get ready. So if, if you're gonna do, a, like for myself, my 
first attempt at 100 miles with the last man standing uh, two years ago, um, whatever it was, um, I had to mentally go out and run 50 miles just to know that I could at least get to half of that distance. Um, so that like, so for every race, I will have a couple days where I just do as close to race specific as I can. Nutritionally, I'm spoiled. Christy is really up on nutrition. I just, literally, she's like, eat this, eat that, do that. Like, and I just kind of follow on. But for the most part, we eat just very clean. We're not, we're not in a, you know, we're not vegan, but we're not all meat. We kind of just go through little spurts. We change our diets up, which I think is important. Changing, like sometimes, you know, some, some weeks we have, it's more vegetable based or vegan based. Other weeks it's not, and I, I think that helps keep our guts healthy in a way. Um, uh, as far as like day of training, like or day of race, I've come to learn for myself that less is more. Um, so going into these hundred mile races, Antelope Canyon and Last Man that you were at, like those mornings, I didn't eat that much. Um, a banana, um, eat the Indoor Elite stuff that uh, that you would try. Like I would do some of that. Um, but that's what's kind of worked for me. And as those races go, I try to take in lots of calories, but I've practiced it all. And I think that's what's really important is that everybody's digestive systems and like everybody works differently and you just need to practice and, and be consistent. But also, I guess it's kind of weird to say be consistent, but then also you have to experiment and be open to new ideas. You're a genius. That's the most outstanding answer I've ever heard. Number four. In this clip, Mark shares his approach to positive self-talk in order to complete such grueling events. In every 100 mile, even the first last man standing where I hit the 84 miles, right around that 100K, give or take a couple miles either on either side of that, um, the, the, you know, things start to pop up in your head and you start to question things a little bit. Um, and the first time around, it was a great learning experience because I really thought I was going to have to stop at 100K at last man standing. Um, and that's where I just I was surrounded by awesome people. Like Christy was my crew, Tim Snee, Andrea, they were there. And I came in, right, I think it was like the 4.2 before uh, the 100K. And I said, guys, I think this is going to be it for me. And they never, they didn't say a word. They were just... They said nothing. They just handed me food. They said, do this, do that, go. When I came back to complete the 100K, said nothing. They said this, 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 and go. And they didn't bring it up. And so I just was like, well, if they think I can do it, I can do it. And then in that race, what? then something kind of clicked. And it was, you know what? These three people are waiting for me to finish every single loop. And I grabbed... So to get out of that negative energy space, I grabbed onto that. And it all of a sudden became about, you just have to keep going until you can't because these, pe these people are waiting for you. They've been up all night waiting for you to return every 4.2 miles. Um, so I guess I found a different why. Like I went into the race, maybe the why was, can you, you know, because I want to get to 100 miles or something, but it just sort of switched over. From that, I learned, like going into Antelope Canyon and then this year at Last Man, I expected it. I embraced it. It was sort of, you know, became, you know, comfortable with the voices in my head. And I just kind of mm -hmm. talked back to them. I acknowledged them. I came in at Last Man and I said to Chris, I was like, those, the, you know, the, the 100K bug is back. But we just kind of kept 
you know, we were like, okay, yeah, that's great. Cool. It's there, but we just kept going. So again, I think it just, it's experience. Um, and that's what, so, um, definitely not superhuman. I mean, like there was, you know, there's definitely parts of those races where you have to sort of dig deep, but you, you, with experience comes the knowledge, like, well, this is going to happen, but you've already, you've run through those three times you've ran through that hundred K demon. So, you know, now it just kind of keep going. You're so wise. Number five. In this clip, Mark talks about not playing the comparison game when competing against other athletes. And especially in this day and age with social media, you go on and you see people posting things. And you, what I've come to learn is that sometimes when you're looking at that, looking at your phone and looking at the social media, you're seeing people do things or accomplishing things. And sometimes not everybody, but some of them, they're only doing one rep of an exercise, you know, so it's not like they're sitting there doing it a hundred times or anything. So I've been trying to keep, because I've learned that I've met some of the people that are the, the, the fitness influencers and everything. And I, when you meet them and, and they don't actually do what's on their page, you're like, okay, you know, like I, I you know, so, so I've learned, I've learned that, but I, I do, I do compare and hell on the hill. Um, the first one I was at was also like a game changer for me because I showed up there I showed up there intimidated because of all that you and and Jesse and Mark Brown and May, all these people were going to be here who I started looking up on Instagram. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, I'm going to be in this crowd. Like, how am I going to do? And when I came out of that and I had finished and I did pretty well, I was like, oh, I can, I, I do belong here. Like I, I can hang with these people. Um, so now when I go to these, any event, I'm like, all right, like, you could probably hang and be somewhere like you probably aren't, I'm not going to win, but I'm like, I can, I believe that I will be somewhere in the top 10, at least in my age group at every rate, like, because it's, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I just believe it now after some of these races and yeah. um, I guess I'm not really, I, I do get caught up in that comparison in Spartan racing in 2018. I, I got, I, I was comparing myself to everybody and I had a horrible race in Chicago and it was because I let myself lose the mental battle. And I, I talked myself in and out of that race going into it during it afterwards. And it was because I was, um, I was trying to compare myself and I wasn't running my race. I was running everybody else around me race. So I have gotten caught in, caught up in it. And now I'm getting a better job of saying, you know what, at the end of the day, when I cross that finish line, my kids are going to give me a hug. Yeah. Christy's going to give me a hug. And when I wake up the next morning, like, you know, this is all hobby. I, you know, we're not, not making right. money out of this. So my life isn't really going to be that much different the next day, you know? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. My biggest takeaways from my time spent with Mark is that preparation is key in all areas of life. Continuous practice and consistent strategies will help you compete in sports and in business, and that running your race and not playing the comparison game is also key to both success and happiness. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for investing your time with us. Please let me know what you learned in the episode by hitting me up at Alan Stein Jr. on Instagram and Twitter. Until then... I'm wishing you the best as you raise and sustain your game. <laughs>